So it's good to see everybody this morning, and uh, good bear with me just a little bit. My right ear is stopped up. It seems like I'm talking louder than what I am, but I don't think I am. So but let me get it clean. Get something done with this week. I don't know. It's just right ears bobbed me a little bit this morning, but we're doing great. Hey, Amen. Hey, Amen. It's good to be in God's house today, and just keep on praying for all the prayer requests that's been made here today. And we serve a God that's able. How many believes that? Amen. I believe that very much. So we're uh day closer to being home. Amen. amen. And uh, something to look forward to, amen. amen. If you're dragging this morning, just think about the cross, but think about the tomb. It's not nobody there. Amen. It's empty this morning. And through that, we have hope today. Turn with me to First Peter. I got a couple of verses I want to read there. I got two or three places I'd like to read just a little bit this morning. Turn with me to First Peter if you got your Bibles and uh, start with the sixth verse there. We're going to read uh, a couple of verses there and go to another place and read a couple more. Then one more place, I believe, out this morning. Do desire your prayers today. We have talked about this one part here quite often, but uh, I want to, I guess, speak to this morning, kind of, uh, uh, we live in a time today, it's kind of, it's troublesome, you know, everybody agree with that, but we need to be ready for it, amen, amen. you know, it's, uh, I'll get into the part in this minute, but anyway, First Peter, the fifth chapter, in the sixth verse. He says, humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, or raise you up. Casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Amen. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Amen. I don't like the eighth verse very much, but it's what the Bible says, and that's true. I may believe that. It's their adversary. They said, be sober. said, your adversary, which is the devil, the one that's against you, as a roaring lion walketh and seeketh in whom he may devour. Anybody believes that this morning? He is out there. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians. We're going to read a couple more verses of Scripture. If you turn over just a moment, we'll keep that in thought in your mind as you look up 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, that we do have something we have to be aware of. And that's Satan. Amen. Amen. But I want to read to you here what the Bible says and kind of give us a little bit of hope today or something we should be doing. First part of this fourth verse here, Second Corinthians, it talks about in the third verse there. It talks about their, our God, the gospel, of it's hid, it's hid to them, their lost. We're supposed to shine our light out to the, those, you know, that's in darkness. Amen. Everybody believes that. But it's kind of hard to shine a light with a dead battery. <laughs> Amen. Come on. <laughs> Amen. And I'm, sometimes I try that. It don't work too good. <laughs> I kind of stumble myself. You know, if you ain't got a light to see, you know where you're going, you'll stumble and fall. Amen. Blue agrees that. And I think today in the world, today we're kind of, you know, uh, living a time today that we don't want to put the time in to keep everything charged up. Amen. Me, uh, I'll put this down a little bit more. I think it's kind of like your, the younger generation today. They want to play in the game, but they don't want to put the work in to what they need to do so they can perform like they should. Amen. 
They want to be their game dad. And it's kind of like, you know, and I kind of put that today, you know, we kind of want to shine our light today, but we, the only way we can shine it is through the power and through the strength of the gospel of Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, we agree with that. And I'm going to get into that in just a moment. But I just want to uh, read to you uh, the 16th and 2nd Corinthians, the 4th chapter, 16th verse, starting there. For which cause we faint not, and through our outward man perish, but the inward man is renewed day by day. Amen. For our light our affliction, which is, is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more excellent and eternal weight of glory. When we look not on the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Amen. Amen. We really gonna go, we skip down to the fifth chapter there and just read one verse there. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle is dissolved, which we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in heaven. You see, man. I'm okay. Before you, before you lose that, back up with me to the fourth chapter, and I'm going to read a couple of verses. The eighth verse says, We're troubled on each side, but not despaired. Not dis but we are perplexed, or we are puzzled, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. I believe that today, that we're not destroyed. We're cast out, we're not destroyed. We're troubled on every side. I agree with that. Why? Because we had an adversary, the devil, who is trying to destroy us. Turn, okay, we'll go one more place here. Turn, we'll go to Luke, the fourth chapter. We're going to start reading there for just a moment. And I guess what I want to bring out today to us today, that we need to be ready. Amen. I mean, we need to be ready each and every day. But we've got an adversary out there, the devil. And he's trying to destroy us. Everybody agree with that this morning. He tries anything that he can to destroy you. And I mentioned a while ago, it's, and we read into that our light is supposed to shine out to those that are lost. We're supposed to be the light for Jesus Christ. Amen. But we need to make sure that our light is shining bright in a troublesome time. Amen. agree with that today. Okay. Fourth chapter of Luke. And this is where Christ is just fixing to start his ministry in a little bit. And this is, this is where he went up on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. Let's read just a little bit of it. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jerusalem, was led in the Spirit into the wilderness. And being 40 days tempted of the devil, or tested of the devil, in those days he didn't eat nothing. And, were, and they were all ended. He afterward hungry. Can you imagine? He was probably getting pretty hungry. But this was a point, and I want to bring it out, to, you know, and we've talked about this before, but I think today that Christ knew that his, you know, he was fixed to start out in his ministry. This was after he was baptized, you know, John baptized, and then he went up on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. He was getting ready for the task that was ahead of him because he knew that there was somebody out there trying to destroy what he was going to proclaim or trying to destroy what he was leading out in order to let his light shine. So he knew that he had to start getting ready for what was ahead of him. Amen? Amen. 
You know, today, in life today in general, we get prepared for things that is ahead. You know, uh, just you know, I'm just going to use, for instance, like, you know, maybe uh, the insurance bill or light bill or stuff like that. You know they're coming every month. You know, you know it's going to happen. You get prepared for that every month. Amen? Amen. Now, I know there's things happen you're not prepared for, like a car blowing up or car trouble or this or that. You're not prepared for that. But in general, you prepare for things. Amen. And general, we got to look at today, you know, as Satan is out there, he's going to try to de distract us, amen. And we're going to try to do this and that. But sometimes we let up, you know, and Beth brought the devotion out, and I agree with her what she was saying this morning. We as a church today needs to be ready for things that's coming our way, amen. We need to let our light shine because we have an adversary out there with the devil trying to destroy us. So Christ, he was going up and he was getting prepared, for this, what was ahead of him. If we'll be honest with ourselves today, I just wonder really truly if you don't have to, you know, answer this out loud or raise your hands or none, but how much time do we really spend in getting prepared for the devil? Amen. Just think about it for just a moment. Getting prepared, we get prepared for everything else, but sometimes we don't get prepared for the devil. And according to the scripture, He's out there, and he's going to give you a try. Amen. He's going to give you a try. Boy, isn't it great when you defeat that joker? <laughs> Amen. Isn't it great, you know, that you can just look up and just even maybe laugh at him every once in a while? You know, just, just say, you know, devil, you know, that greater is he that's in me. I'm not talking about sarcastic or something like that or just bragging on yourself. I'm just going to brag on God. Amen. Brag on Jesus Christ. He's the one. That, he's the reason I'm able to stand. He's the reason that I'm able to stand up and say, you know, that I can get through this, you know, because I know that he is, that Christ is the risen, is the son of God. He's risen from the dead and he's coming back and he has power today and he loves us very much because he sent the power of the Holy Spirit down here to live and dwell in us. And I know through that, I can overcome anything. Can you say amen to that? I know I can overcome it. Christ went up to get prepared, but he knows the devil thinks to show up. And any time that we go out and try to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ or just try to live for Jesus Christ, there's a good chance he's going to show up. He's going to show up. So... Christ has been up there for 40 days and 40 nights praying, fasting, getting ready, getting his soul ready, getting his spirit ready for the task that was ahead of him. And the Bible says now, after he got through that, it was time for him to, to make, make a move. And so he, he got through all of that. And the Bible says now he was hungry. What was the one of the first things that Satan come up against him? He said, you know, he said, if you are who you say you are, command these stones to be cast into bread because I know that you're struggling right now with hunger. Make any sense to you. I know that you're hungry right now. I know this or that. I know this. But isn't it great to know that if you spend time in the Lord and you spend time getting ready for him. Come on. Come on. 
He spent time getting ready for him. You know he's coming. Jesus knew he was coming, but he got ready for him. And what did he say? He said, Jesus said to him, it is written, thou shalt not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. This was God's word that he said, you know, I don't live by just bread, but I live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And let me tell you something. When we start knowing that and we start having that spirit in us today, we can quote the scriptures or we can use God's word against Satan. He is defeated. He can be defeated. You believe that? He can be defeated. But just cause you defeat him first time, he don't give up sometimes. Amen. So Satan in my mind thought, you know, that didn't work. That didn't work. He brought him up and he showed him, the Bible says, the high mountain showed him to the king of the world in due time. The devil said unto him, all power I will give it to thee in the glory of it. And this I will deliver unto thee if thou, and, and whatsoever I will do, uh, I will give thee. If thou then will worship me, all things will be yours. You know, Satan today, he'll say stuff that don't even make any sense. And sometimes we listen to it. But isn't it great when you're prepared for it? Amen. Hey, man. Isn't it great when you're prepared for it? And Jesus said unto him, said, Satan, get behind me. For it is written, thou shalt, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God in whom thou only serve. And let me quickly go down through here just a little bit further. And he showed his mother stuff there and he told him all this stuff here. He said, cast herself down. And he said, oh, I shall not tip the Lord thy God. In the 13th verse, and the devil had all the, he'd done all these temptations. He departed from him for a season. That last few words in that scripture is very important. He departed him for a while. And Satan, in my mind, put this in old drastical English, I'll be back. I'll be back. So don't get puffed up when you win the first battle. Hey man, come on. Say, I got to get ready for another because the joker's going to come back. He's coming back. But I want to toward, I want, I want to express to y'all this morning and try to get over to y'all this morning that we as a church today need to start getting ready because there's a lot of things happening that Satan never done before, but he's doing them right now. Everybody agree with that? There's things in the world today that's happening today very much so that he is doing today that they need to get ready for. And how's the best way to get ready for it? It's been time in prayer. Amen. Amen. And fasting too, but spend time. That he's out there and he's destroying. You see it every day of your life. Anybody believes that? Amen. Especially if you turn the TV on, you see it every day. Amen. He's destroying. And what's sad today, we as a church world kind of got callous to some of this stuff. Come on. Amen. And you know, 
maybe young people listen to this for just a moment. And I preached on this one thing many times before. Peter, you know, how he was and when he came and got Christ, you've heard me talk about this. And he came and the Bible said he was just, he was a soldier. He told Christ, he said, I'll not do anything. I mean, I won't leave you. I'll, I'll lay my life down for you. To a point when they come and got Christ, the Bible says Peter cut one of the soldiers' ears off. Then a little while, he didn't even know who he was, or he told the world that. I think deep down he knew who he was. But he was just frightened. He was trying to blend in with the crowd, with the world. Young people, listen to me for just a moment. Just because you're here on church on Sunday morning, and everything's good, and you're professing Jesus Christ. Don't hang in, get hung up with the wrong crowd, because they'll mess your mind up. You know what I'm talking about? There ain't nothing ever good come out of Satan, and they never will. We today, in a society today, in the church world today, we, we quit preaching like we used to preach. Amen. We quit preaching about hell and how bad it is, how hot it is. And according to the gospel, you know, there ain't but two places that we're going to end up at. We're going to end up in heaven or we're going to end up in hell. That's what the Bible says, not what I said. But we're not preaching about it anymore. Why? It scares people. People don't want to hear it. But, oh, let me tell you something. Hell is as hot as it ever was. Satan is alive just like he ever was. And Satan is trying to get you to run around with their own bunch of people. And change your mind. He don't really care. You know, I remember they might be the right words to use to review coming to church on Sunday. Tomorrow. And the next day. And the next day. Why? Because the Bible says our light's got to shine out there. Amen. But we today need to know today. The only way our light's going to shine is the battery to be charged like it needs to be. And the only way we can charge it through the Word of God and through the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Anybody believe that today? We believe that today. I said a moment ago, we're closer to heaven than we've ever been. Amen. On the other hand, it's what people don't want to hear, but there's people a lot closer to hell than they've ever been. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. But if you're born again and know Jesus your personal Savior, Hell is not waiting on you. Heaven is waiting on us. Why? Because that's what the Word of God says. If you call upon the name of the Lord, you'll be saved. That's what the Bible says. And I want to sum all this up in this few words, a few thoughts right here. We have an adversary, which is the devil. He may agree, may agree with that. He's going to devour those whom he may devour, who he can seek, who he can trick into doing stuff. Amen. But the Bible says, you know, I read two while ago, said we're troubled on each side, we're persecuted, we're cast out, but we're not forsaken. The Bible says, you know, until the last uh, uh, part of Matthew, it says, I'll be with you even till the end. How many believes that? He said, I'll be with you the end. He said, I didn't, he didn't tell us, you know, there's a lot of people preaching today. He'll get us around trouble, you know. We won't have to go through the trouble. But I've read the Bible, it says, I'll get you through it. <laughs> I'll get you through it. <laughs> It may not be pleasant going through it, but I'll get you through it if you just hang on. You just hang on. There's a lot of things in the Bible. You know, Paul and Silas was cast in prison doing the work of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, you know, they was in prison, but they didn't give up. They started singing praises to God. You know, anytime we start singing praises and giving praise to God, God's going to show up. 
because he loves to praise his people. How many believe that? And the Bible says when they started praying and singing praises to God, the jailhouse doors came open. To me, I look at this this way. That's where God want to be, and he want to be there because he want to hear his people praising him. And I'm here today to tell you, we as a church need to realize, as they sung a song a while ago, God's been good to us and the, the goodness of God. It's good. It's, it's good. Amen. It's good. So I want to tell you, as Christ went up on the mountain, and he stayed there 40 days and 40 nights, and to me, you know, we read about that, we preach about that. That was an easy task. Do anybody believe it? Every time I go without food, the Bible says he didn't eat anything. And I believe it's what he did. He didn't eat anything. He just fetched the word of God. Amen. That was an easy task. That was an easy task. There's times I start fasting and I get a headache in a few hours. And I give in and I say, I got to have me a Pepsi and a candy bar. Hey, Amen. Guilty. But oh, we're just trusting God. Anybody believe that? We just trust in God. I was going to go a little bit further. I'm going to be probably out of time. I don't know what time it is, but I want to read to you. I want to tell you a story. You find this in, in uh, maybe it's the first, first, second chapter of Mark. I think it's second chapter of Mark with a guy that was sick. And the Bible says that four people carried him. You know the story. He was sick. He couldn't walk. And there's four people, four of his friends said, you know, the Bible said Jesus was in that area. And the crowd was so big, they couldn't get him into where he was at. But they said, you know, the Bible don't say this, but I just in my mind think, well, one of them says, I know where we'll get him in. We'll go up on top of the roof, and we'll tear that roof off, and we'll let him down. What a story. What a friend. That's what we need today. That people believe. I ain't saying God's going to get us out of the trouble. He'll get us through the trouble. Amen. He'll get us through the trouble. And the Bible says they tore the roof off. And Christ kept on preaching. And they let him down. And he told the man that was sick. He said, your sins are forgiven. And I don't know, basically, that's what they brought him for or not. I don't know if they brought him just because he was sick and was going to be healed. But Christ knows the need. That was the most important thing for his sins to be forgiven. Anybody believe that? That's the most important thing. But the Bible says, Christ looked up and seen their faith. He's talking about the four that brought him there. He said, you know, he told the man that was sick. He said, take your bed up and walk. And he walked away. Carrying what was carrying him when he came. So what I'm saying is this morning, if there's something bothering you this morning, man, Christ can change it, I believe. I can believe that. I, just, I believe in healing. I believe in healing through doctors. I believe in healing. Just God can do it instantly. I can believe that. Anybody believe that? I believe that could happen. I just pray that God's will be done. That God's will be done. You know, if I was in control, I'd, I'd have things messed up bad. Because I want to do it my way. But we've got to do it God's way. We've got to do it God's way. So I'm going to close out this morning just a little bit different. It's all right. I don't want to... Anybody get anything this morning just a little bit? We're facing a lot of stuff in the world today. 
crazy stuff. Amen. But oh, I'm thankful that I'm washed in the blood of the Lamb this morning. Can you say amen to that? Aren't you thankful that you're washed in the blood of the Lamb? That you can lay down tonight and know, you know, if I don't ever wake up on this side, I'll wake up on the other side and I'll see my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I hear the angels singing. Oh, that's a hope we have today if you're born again. The world didn't give it to you and the world cannot take it away from you. They're trying to take everything away from us that they can today, but they cannot take that away from you. We're more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. You believe that? We're more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. So I'm here today, and I just want to close out this way. I know we got people here that's sick, people's facing things. And I would like for you, if you want to, come and sit on the altar this morning. We're going to pray. And only anybody, does anybody need to? You're coming. Where's his, what's her name here? She was here. Brit, Rihanna, she here. She was here, wasn't she? Or she may. Can she, you don't come? You don't come up here? I don't try to put you on the spot or nothing, but. Hey, Amen. Amen. We trust in the Lord. Amen. Amen. See, the devil don't care who he goes after. Amen. Amen. But this young little girl here, he's trying, but we know God is able. Amen. Amen. Anybody else want to come? You can. For any reason, you want to come and sit up here, we got a church. We got a church. Come on, we got plenty of room. Amen. Amen. He's all right. You're you're fine. Sit right where you're at. You're fine. So, fine. Amen. I didn't know it'd be an altar full, but man, it's that great that we know we can come and trust God. Okay, we're going to pray for him here in just a moment. Don't you realize, the Bible says in that story, there was four people that carried their friends toward Jesus that. So we got people here on the altar, and we got friends here that believe that Jesus is real. He's the Son of God. He's who he says he is. So I want the friends to step forward and gather around. We're going to pray with these. If you don't feel like it, you can't able to, that's fine. That's fine. Just come and pray. Amen. Amen. I just want the Lord to know we're trusting in Him. Amen. And also on the other hand, I want Satan to know we're trusting the Lord. Amen. We're trusting the Lord. Amen. Amen. If you pray right where you're at, and I'm going to pray out loud with these. Father, today in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you thanking you for the goodness. 
for all you've done for this church as a whole since I've been here. And Father, I know I'm nothing, Father, but I just thank you, Father, for this church that let, let you lead them, Father. And we've seen things happen in this church that only you could have done. We believe that today. But right now, Father, as he's come and sitting on the altar this morning, Father, you know what that need is. You know what that sickness is today, Father. We just want to uplift that to you right now, Father, and proclaim, Father, that healing be healed, will be. We'll pray that your will will be done today in the name of Jesus Christ today, Father. I thank you for this church that's gathered around here as a whole today, believing that you are able today, Father. And we just uplift this to you today, Father. Our young people here today, Father, we ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, protect them, Father, they go out into this world today, Father. Father, and I pray today, Father, for each and every one today, Father, that you would just touch them today in a mighty special way today, Father. We know today, Father, that you told us to, in your word, Father, we just step out, we just ask that you would take care of our needs today, Father, and we believe that today, Father. We believe, Father, today, and we're going to trust in you, and we're going to glorify you for your goodness today, for your goodness today. And Father, we give you praise, we give you glory. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. And God people said, Amen. Amen. With the shout of victory, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. 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 He's able. How many believe that today? He's able today. God bless y'all. We thank y'all very much. So God bless you. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. Amen. You're dismissed. Thank you.